What's spring like in Park City, Utah? Imagine waking up on a bluebird day to ski the greatest snow on earth at two world-class resorts, Park City Mountain and Deer Valley. Exploring miles of wide open spaces by snowshoe or cross-country skis. Wandering our historic Main Street with its Opry ski scene and award-winning restaurants. When you love it like we love it, Park City, Utah will always be winter's favorite town. Join the experience at visitparkcity.com. Hey guys, welcome to Thick and Thin with me, Katie Bilotti. I'm a self-employed graphic designer living here in New York City, and every Thursday I mix together stories from the past and present to dig deeper into the history behind world-famous events, discover the truth about popular myths, and reveal the psychology behind everyday life experiences. So with your favorite cocktail in hand, join me and subscribe to Thick and Thin for free today on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts so you don't miss out on new episodes. Check it out. Hi, I am Teresa Palmer. And I am Sarah Wright Olson. And we have a podcast. Yeah, you're listening to The Mother Days. <gasps> Celebrating the days with a Z and the days of motherhood. That's right, because sometimes you are in a daze when you are a mom. Most days. Most days. We are going to be chatting to such inspiring people who know more about this subject than we do. Yep, like mental health advocates, doctors, midwives, parenting experts, celebrity friends. Psychics. Tarot card readers, <laughs> ghost whisperers, <laughs> pretty much everything that we are passionate about and then some. Yes. And we're also going to talk to listeners like you. We want to hear your stories, yes. uh, birth stories, your crazy mom fails, things that are going on in your oh, life that love we have all experienced. So let's link arms. Let's put on our flowy white dresses. Yes. Let's grab all 470 of our children. <laughs> And dive in. (laughs) And let's navigate ourselves through the Mother Days. Pause what you're doing right now. Follow us at the Mother Days so you don't miss a single episode. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Guys, you're in the Mother Days. Why did I just feel the need to like buckle up? Me too. When I sat down, absolutely. I was like, oh, I need a seatbelt. What is that? I thought the same thing. That's so weird. Just now? Just now when I sat down. How come I did the same thing? I don't know. Oh my gosh. That's really weird. I absolutely I, I absolutely thought that when I sat Why down. Why did we both have that sensation? We need to buckle up. <laughs> it's for the episode. It's for the episode. <laughs> Hi, welcome back to the Random Theory Podcast. I'm Grace. Buckle up. Yeah, buckle I'm Josh. up, baby. <laughs> Hi, I'm Josh. Welcome. Welcome. It's chaos around it's here. It's chaos. And are, are we keeping that in? I, I think we are. We needed to buckle up for some reason. I don't know what's going it's on. It's kind of giving me the shakes for some reason. Yeah, it was weird. That sensation. It was a little weird, yeah. Ooh, if you know what that is, let us know in the comments. Maybe we'll have to do an episode on it. It's weird. Sort of like a phantom seatbelt vibe. What you been up to? What have I been up to? Um, we played a show that went for three and a half hours the other day. You played a corporate event. Corporate event uh, that, yeah, we had to play for three and a half hours. They were having some like, you know, employee get together. Sure. Yeah, we, we had to play forever and it was very difficult. We played every song in our catalog. Okay. Every song we knew. Uh and then we had to do some covers as well. Interesting. And I mean, I'll tell you, by that last set, because it was broken up in like three sections, uh-huh. I was dying. You were like, I'm done. Yeah, I was like, I, I can't go on with I this. I feel that. But yeah. And then I had to help my brother move, which was fun. 
you did make a big purchase this weekend dude oh yeah i can't believe that's all that's all that matters <laughs> i bought an electric bike which is super sick it is called a super 73 i had seen them around and i'm surprised you haven't seen them because they're pretty hot with youtubers oh they did like a whole youtube marketing thing when they first came out sure gave them to like casey neistat or whatever of course they did yeah um maybe when i move to new york like i can get one <laughs> they'll be like oh, okay we'll give you one yeah. now well maybe it would make like sense a rite of passage yeah. yeah but yeah i bought it when we're recording this podcast i bought it last night yeah and i've already ridden it counting today because i rode it to work probably 20 miles that's so cool it's so much fun the <laughs> best thing i've bought I love it so much. That's so fun. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. I have no need for one. I mean, maybe I do, but like not really. Dude, just get one and just like rip around, you know? <laughs> rim, rim. <laughs> you can ride it to like Orange Theory. True. I could. That would it's be like nice. It's like right up the road. Yeah. Yeah. You could totally ride it there. So true. It's like, I don't really need a car. No. I don't really go anywhere you besides. Especially with gas prices right yeah. now. It's Jeez. absurd. Yeah. Buying, literally buying a buying electric a, car or electric, electric uh, bike. bike is cheaper than it's buying gas cheaper right than, now. Yeah, like I'm sure I'll make off, I'll make the difference. I'm sure. In gas savings in like a month. I'm sure you will. With like gas no prices. doubt. <laughs> yeah, so. Should we talk about people that are making a difference in our ratings and reviews? In our, in our lives? Yeah. Uh, yeah. With ratings and reviews. With ratings and reviews? Yeah. That was a great segue. Thank you. Because yeah. these people are making a difference. They are. They're helping get the podcast out, spreading the word. Absolutely. Sharing it with their brother, cousin, uh, uncles. Brother, cousin. <laughs> brother, cousin, uncles, aunts, nephews, ex-girlfriends, ex boyfriends. Ex-girlfriends. <laughs> yeah. What do you got? Uh, <laughs> I love this one. Yeah, this one's really funny. <laughs> it's a one-liner. Yeah. It's great. It says, story. Story. It's by T Man one two one three nine seven. T Man. T Man. All right. What's his story? Uh, <laughs> Hello. All right. That's it. That's the story. That's it. Okay. That's a good story. <laughs> Thank you, T Man. <laughs> Freaking T Man. <laughs> Hello. It's almost as good as that, like Nuggets one. Who was the one who left the Nugget? They had the Nuggets username or something. Uh, like spicy Nuggets, something, or something like that. Soggy Nuggets. Yeah, I don't know. it was awesome though. But yeah. I don't know. I saw that one. It really stood out to me. It just said hello. That's a good story. Hello, T Man. Hello, T Man. Thank you for your very simple rating and reviews. Yeah. Um, sometimes, it made a difference. Listen, sometimes simple is good. Like you don't have to overthink it. No, you don't. You can literally just be like, "Sup." Sup. That's it. And we'll tell you what's up. We'll tell you sup. <laughs> sup back. You know. Sup, sup, sup. to you. Uh, I have one. Okay. From Fire Andis. Fire Andis. 29. Okay. Title it Great Podcast. Thank you very much. Thank you. They said, hi, guys. I love the podcast. My idea for a future episode is all about the history of space flight. Hope mm. this helps. I'm down with that. You are a big space guy. I'm a, I'm a big space guy. Love big space. space. Big space. Big about space. So I would absolutely love. I'm maybe, here for that. Maybe that I was just talking about what it, it, the next one that I can write. Yeah. Maybe I'll do one on It'd be cool space, to do one on like flight. space flight and then like Elon Musk's like SpaceX. SpaceX. Just everything that he's done there. Yeah. Have you watched the documentary? No. Is there a documentary? Yeah. On Netflix. On Elon Musk? Yeah. And SpaceX. Oh. It's really good. Elon Musk is kind of getting on my nerves right now. So. Uh, yeah. That's you know. a hot take. But yeah. Take. With the whole Twitter thing, it's tw Twitter, kind of a lot. Did you see the thing about... Sorry. We're just... Now we're just tight. But it's related. Speaking of SpaceX, he... There was like upper level employees that i guess had written a letter to the board or whatever saying <laughs> like you know we don't like his behavior we're sick of him blah 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 and they got fired what yeah he had them fired 
I allegedly, I don't know. They did not come out and say like Elon Musk, but like obviously they wrote a letter about yeah. him. I mean, it wouldn't shock me. He's he's someone that functions on a different level. And yeah, so I mean, absolutely. I could see it. Yeah. Like would not shock me. <laughs> so speaking about people raging on social media, <laughs> what are we talking about today? We are talking about the human obsession with social media. Oh yeah. And honestly, this might end up being a two-part podcast. I think let's go into it right now. I think it's a two-parter. Okay, so this is a two-parter. You just buckled into part 1. There will be a part <laughs> yeah. 2. This is a really hot thing happening right now. Yeah, I have a lot of thoughts and opinions on this. I do as well and I think that's I have 6 pages. That's why it's a two-parter. Yes. I have six pages of notes <laughs> yeah. about social media and my opinions and yeah. just how it has totally disrupted how the brain functions. Yeah. That's six pages. Just your thoughts. That doesn't even count. No, not yours. I've got another six just <laughs> Perfect. B- bottled away up here. <laughs> Wonderful. Yeah. So buckle in because we yes. are talking about the psychology of social media and why we feel drawn to like, comment, and share online. Yes. Did we just clap at the we same time? Dude, what is happening? We I got like phantom seatbelts. We got clapping at the same oh time. Oh my gosh. It's fine. We're fine. It's okay. Fine. The pull of social media addiction isn't all in our heads. It's actually quite real thanks to two chemicals that our brain produces, dopamine and oxytocin. Mm, those old guys. They are. Those old guys. We're, yeah. we're going to talk about them in a minute. So... Due to the effect that it has on the brain, social media is addictive both physically and psychologically. According to a new study by Harvard University, those guys that we trust. We trust them. We trust them. Self-disclosure on social networking sites lights up the same part of the brain, get this, Mm -hmm. that also ignites when taking an addictive substance. Ah. It is characterized as being overly concerned about social media and is driven by an uncontrollable urge to log on or use social media and devoting so much time and effort to social media that it impairs other important life areas. Ooh, heavy. Heavy. Very heavy. So social media lights up the same part of the brain that addictive substances does. Yeah. So it is the same as like, taking some illegal substances yeah yeah addictive social media use will look much like any other substance use disorder and may include mood modifications so like something when you engage with social media it leads to you like changing your emotions um there's behavioral cognitive emotional preoccupations with social media the tolerance ever increasing uses of social media over time Mm. and then withdrawal symptoms oh yeah which is experiencing unpleasant physical and emotional symptoms when using social media is restricted or stopped. Yeah, not good. I will be honest. I probably have a social media addiction. Yeah. Truthfully. Like when I'm on an airplane, I will, I can't use social media, but I will literally click on the Instagram button over and over and over again, even though I can't look at anything. I was going to ask, is it, so it's Instagram. For that, me, that's yeah. That's your one. Yeah. yeah. For me, yeah. it's Instagram. Yeah. Um, but like literally, I will be on the airplane knowing good and well I cannot use it. Yeah. Click on it and then be like, oh, can't use Instagram. Log out and click on it again. <laughs> it's yeah. like my brain just wants it. Yeah. Just You're like programmed in. Yeah. And it's not even that like I love social media. To be completely honest, like we're going to talk about some things that it does to the brain and what happens. Yeah. 
because and there's some crazy percentages we're going to talk about but like i don't even like it but i'm drawn to it that's interesting it's so crappy this is a hot take i'll come out i guess it's time for me to to be a a major hypocrite i guess based on our job that's the part right that's the crappy part that's the crappy part like literally it is our job yeah i have been working i mean the king of random the t-core and then this podcast obviously for almost five years i think so i've been doing online work i hate social media which is so ironic because you used to be our social media guy that ran it i was hired grant thompson who started the king of random Mm -hmm. if you don't know hired me as the social media manager yeah i hate social media right now i don't use it i have it but i don't use it and i hate it Are you ready? Amazon Warehouse Hiring Day is coming on October 26th. Amazon will host live hiring events in your city to showcase all the reasons why this Amazon Warehouse is the place to work. Things like competitive pay, great benefits, and so much more. Drop in for some swag, bring a friend, and you could even walk away with a job. To find an Amazon Warehouse Hiring Day event close to you, visit Amazon.com slash hiring day. That's Amazon.com slash hiring day. Amazon is an equal opportunity employer. When the leaves start rustling, the pumpkins start plumping, and the scarecrows start crowing? You heed the call of fall, because you eat, sleep, and drink pumpkin at Dunkin'. So, take your pick of pumpkin with delicious muffins, munchkins, and donuts, and pair them with a classic pumpkin spice signature latte or the ultra-smooth pumpkin cream cold brew, topped with pumpkin cream cold foam, all so you can fall harder. America runs on Duncan. Price and participation may vary. Limited time offer. Terms apply. I think what's really killed it for me, like I remember when Instagram was like chronological Mm -hmm. and you were literally just kind of like posting about your life as a way to connect with people, blah, blah, blah. We are in this age where there's so many algorithms. Yes. So many things controlling what you see, how it makes you feel, how your eyes track. It tracks how you click on things and how you interact. They are making it so that you cannot click away. Yes. That's literally TikTok. Yeah. Oh, TikTok's. The worst. Yeah, TikTok is a monster for that. So bad. You know, I because I remember when Instagram came about, I don't remember how old I was. I was young. I mean, maybe like 16 or something. Yeah. But at the time, like that was, it was cool. Like I oh, posted yeah. on, I was like, yeah, because like obviously I've always been interested in photos and video. Yeah. So I was like, sweet, an app where people just take cool pictures and post them of whatever. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. And then yeah, it was it was the shift from just sharing random photos to and this is where I become a hypocrite because this is our job, but manipulating and like gaming the system to yes. try and gain followers. Followers. Trying to gain engagement. Like learning the little ins and outs of the program, the the software, the platform, whatever it is. And that was all it became. That's all it is now. Yeah. Like no one really, I mean, there's still like, you know, I've got family members and whatever that post on Instagram and they just post a post and like yeah. whatever. But it's so much more about like, oh, you got to, you know, post at this time and post these things and only post this and do the, the, 
It's and then like now Instagram's not even a photo app. It wants to yeah, be a video, it's a video app. app now. And it's like it Short doesn't reward. Form, yeah. Vertical video. Yeah. And yeah. so I remember when Instagram, we all call it the casual Instagram. But like you're right. It was a place where you just posted really cool pictures yeah, and like cool things. And it was yeah. artsy and fun. And then it yeah. just took this turn where people I, I kind of feel like Instagram and Vine, if you don't know what Vine is, it was basically like OG TikTok. It was like TikTok. It was the original TikTok. Yeah. And it was yeah. really cool. Yeah. I feel like when people became famous on Vine, it translated to making Instagram famous. Like yeah. people became influencers and yeah. icons in the Vine space and that yeah. transferred over to Instagram. Yeah. Like that famed it in the followers. Yeah. And so it's just really interesting when you look at all the things and how they've evolved and how the algorithms have gotten smarter yeah. and everything else under the sun. Yeah. It's crazy. It, and, yeah. and I look at YouTube and the algorithm on YouTube and how it like killed T-Core. It, all of a sudden well and it yeah i mean it, it is it has evolved so much in literally like because youtube has been around since what was it like early or mid to like 2009 yeah. or eight yeah. or something i i was not you know doing it professionally and i was a kid but i posted on youtube in like 2008 i think that's crazy yeah it was just some dumb little kid that my parents let me use the computer but <laughs> um me and my friends making videos but even from when i started at t-core which has been almost five years ago it has changed so much. And now, yeah, it decimated T-Core. And now we're doing this, trying to like catch up and yeah. change. It's crazy. And then I think about how, you know, T-Core was decimated. And then we went to the YouTube reps and like our, there are people at YouTube that yeah. we work with yeah. and that they give us quote unquote insider information. Not really. Not really. But I remember when we like T-Core tanked yeah. and we went to our YouTube rep and we were like, what is happening? Yeah. And all of a sudden they were like, well, we don't know. We don't know what this al new algorithm that we launched is doing. So the people that created the algorithm didn't on. even know it was happening because the algorithm just creates itself now. Like it's so yeah, AI it's... that it does it on its own and it feeds the viewer what they want to keep them on the platform longer. Yeah. It is so crazy once you're in this world and you see behind the curtain yeah. that it's like, Holy crap, we're creating zombies. <laughs> Honestly. Yeah. Did you see the news about the dude at Google? No, what? That got fired. He uh he was like on their AI. This has just happened like last week. He came out and he's like a nut, so I don't think it was credible, but he uh was one of their like project leads, I think, on their AI team mm -hmm. of developing their AI. I can't remember what it's called. It's like Lambdas is the acronym for it. I don't know. Okay. But basically he was trying to be a whistleblower and say that the AI there had become sentient and was like oh. thinking for itself and, and whatever. And so he was like trying to come out and be like, they're covering it up. Uh, you know, it's sure. the end of days. But then uh, like people were picking apart his stuff. It was all, he like stuff was doctored to look worse than it was. And hmm. it, it wasn't really. And this guy was like a member of a cult or something. So oh, I, no. I don't know. Yeah, it was a whole big thing. <laughs> That's but a lot. But still, like that that technology is in development and being used on obviously not sentient AI like supercomputer. Sure. But yeah, the the algorithm that keeps people on TikTok is just as scary. Yes, <laughs> it's me. just as scary. Yeah. And I mean, my TikTok is filled with a lot of dogs. Sure. <laughs> but sometimes my TikTok switches. Yeah. And like sometimes it'll be filled with dogs and sometimes it'll be filled with like motivational quotes and like, here, motivational things. Thing. And then like sometimes it'll be 
like very clickbaity and like yeah. the story that someone created and yeah. it's just very all over the place but it's feed it's trying to figure out what to feed me i yeah. mean i'm glad it's feeding me dog things but like sure. you know that's well okay so that we are like i knew this was gonna happen i did too. we have a lot of thoughts on this so <laughs> this whole thing is just gonna be like us tangenting yes but have you like speaking of that you're like it's just feeding me this stuff i have almost got i i'm not even almost i am basically like numb to personalized recommended things at this point like when i yeah like you you know you google something and then the next like web page you open there's an ad for it yeah like at this point i don't even it doesn't shock me anymore no and and that's the thing is like everyone wants to say oh i want privacy oh i want this that and the other it's gone it's gone like for the most you if you want to be a a a member of society it's pretty much gone it's gone yeah and i think that's really sad because you're right you yeah. do Google one thing. Oh, yeah. And next thing you know, you're looking at it over and over and over again because they want you to buy. They yeah, want you yeah. to click. They yeah. want you to do X, Y, and Z. Totally. And it's it's honestly scary and it's crazy. Yeah. That they can feed you all this information. And, you know, there's a very dark side of this as well. Yeah. Where we have the youth and people that can be impacted. Big time. S- yes. Yeah. And say they're on Reddit or something and they end up down this really dark, bad rabbit hole which has happened yes several Recently. times yes yeah what is going to happen all their feed is going to be filled with this really dark information yeah. yeah but they don't understand at a young age what they're reading and what they're understanding yeah and so i think there's a very scary side to this as well yeah that's not really talked about the algorithm just wants to say like oh we're feeding you what you want what you need what you like and it's like no sometimes you aren't sometimes what they're feeding you even though you seem like you like it it probably shouldn't feed you that. Like, yes. yeah, it's like if, you know, in the case that I was hinting to there, that was the recent um, mass shooting in Buffalo, I believe, New York yeah. was what, and that guy had been a member of a lot of 4chan and I think even Reddit groups Yeah. for, you know, white supremacy and things like that. And yeah, you just, that constantly gets fed to you and you fall into an echo chamber of your own opinions. And yeah, at 18. At 18. What do you know? Yeah, you don't, yeah. You were just yeah. reading online, you I'm know? I'm about to be 26 and I don't know anything. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we're two monkeys in a we trench coat over here. monkeys in trench coats. I don't know anything. It's me, Trixie Mattel, skinny legend and the only girl who can orgasm directly from efficient air conditioning. And me, Katya Zemolochkova, the self-proclaimed sweatiest woman in showbiz, reminding you to subscribe to the Bald and Beautiful podcast. Tune in as we explore personal and societal relationships with beauty standards, body image, and butt plugs. And how all of this affects our sex lives with all of our gorgeous guests. Go subscribe to the Bald and the Beautiful with Trixie and Katya on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. I bet you're looking for a group of moms to get real with. We are Cheyenne, R, and Shannon. Think Loud Crew is our name. We talk about the behind the scenes of what you see when it comes to parenting and relationships, navigating motherhood, and building our empires, all mixed in with our moments of what actually just happened. We are those moms that like to keep it real. So at times it gets raw. But who are we to judge? Think Loud Crew is our name. We speak out loud on what we feel and experience. Without being judged, we welcome you to join our crew over at the Think Loud Crew podcast. Three moms getting real with parenthood, relationships, and the WTF moments of our daily lives. You can find us wherever you get your podcast. Think Loud Crew. Mm-hmm. 
We're a generation deep into people making a living on YouTube, and it's time to figure out what works and what doesn't. Each week, the Create Unknown interviews the best creators to ever do it, the YouTubers, artists, musicians, and streamers who you've spent a decade watching. There's only one way to get to the bottom of creativity, and that's being highly analytical and hopelessly stupid. From exploring the philosophical sources of imagination to surgically dissecting what makes a hot dog funny, pause this podcast now and subscribe to The Create Unknown on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever you listen. We'll guide you through your journey as an online creator, and we'll help you make something and mean something. It's free everywhere. Subscribe and enter The Create Unknown. But it's really scary. So it is. Should we get back to the yeah? So the (laughs) the phenomenon of social media addiction can be largely attributed to the dopamine-inducing social environments that social networking sites provide. Social media platforms such as Facebook, Snapchat, Instagram produce the same neural circuitry that's caused by gambling and recreational drugs to keep consumers using their products as much as possible. Oh, absolutely. Is that not insane? The amount of research that goes in to like the placement of a button. Yes. Or like the little animation that when you hit the like button and it does a thing. We do it with T-Core. We do it. Yeah. Oh, yeah, we do. If you don't think the videos you are watching on YouTube or anywhere are curated a very specific way, you are wrong. Oh, yeah. Even the way we lay out our videos is not just we're standing up there rambling and talking. There is a very, it used to be, but there is a very specific goal and flow to the videos. Yeah. And every single thing you do. Absolutely. Every single thing. That is what's changed so much because, yeah, it used to not be like, Early days ish T core, uh, you, you know, yeah, you throw the camera on, you have a loose plan, and you go. Yeah. And the thumbnail and title is just like whatever it is. Sure. But now, and this is the way it is with everyone in the space every single person, every element of that video is planned out down to like, okay, the intro needs to be exactly 12 or whatever, you know, eight yeah. seconds. And it needs to hit these notes. Like if you don't think Mr. Beast is planning out everything Dude. specifically and perfectly, oh my gosh. you can go through with all of his videos and look at the formula that he uses. Everything is left open ended. It's a loop. You get to it in the end. Yep. And then like everything is just so specially curated. And yeah. studies have shown that the constant stream of retweets, likes, shares and Things from these sites cause the brain's reward area to be triggered with the same kind of chemical reaction seen with the drug of cocaine. Wow. In fact, neuroscientists have compared social media interaction to a syringe of dopamine being injected straight into your system. Wow. Dopamine straight to the vein. Straight into your system. And dopamine, scientists used to think it was a pleasure chemical in the brain. But now we know it actually creates a want. Oh, that's interesting. I did not know that. Yes. Okay. So dopamine causes us to seek, desire, and search. And dopamine is simulated by unpredictability, small bits of information, and by rewarding cues. Okay. Which is exactly I- <laughs> what all YouTubers and social media people do. Yeah, I was going to say like all those keywords right there are words we just discussed in like a thumbnail meeting. Yes. (laughs) And the pull of dopamine is so strong that studies have shown tweeting is harder for people to resist than cigarettes and alcohol. Wow. Social media is harder for you, I, anyone listening to this podcast or watching it to resist 
than picking up cigarettes or alcohol. That, that is, is wild. Yeah. And so dangerous. So dangerous. Which, and, I, you know, this was, I was going to, um, like, correct something I said earlier, but I don't actually think because I said, you know, it's just as bad as, you know, whatever illegal substances. Mm-hmm. And this is saying, yeah, it has the same, or it's so strong that it's harder than cigarettes and alcohol. Yeah. And it's like, well, you know, at least it's not a physical thing. Like you're not, you know, you're not ingesting poison. But you are. But you are mentally. Yes. And you are being manipulated mm-hmm. mentally. Yeah. Without Literally you even knowing your it. brain. You. You. That's the what... thing that runs your body <laughs> is being so manipulated by yeah. social media. That's what we said and last week on the podcast. you don't even know. Yeah. You are brain. You are brain. You, <laughs> you are brain. Brain is you. Brain is you. <laughs> you are brain and you are being manipulated. Yes. Yeah. By every, like literally everything. after you listen to this podcast, pay attention to everything you look at in the day. Yeah. Pay attention to your social media, yeah. how it changes, what mood it puts you in. Totally. Like if you are cognizant of it, you will be like, whoa. Like, whoa, hang on. This is not okay. Yeah. Well, I think that's what has made me hate social media so much. Yeah. Like when when I started at T-Core, I don't, I mean, I never really loved it. I was never a big poster, but I don't, I, I definitely didn't hate it. Right. But it was, yeah, it was seeing the bat, what's behind the curtain, mm-hmm. seeing these processes and the things that people do to game the system and yeah. do, just made me hate it. Like when people tell me they want to be a YouTuber or an influencer or someone of importance on social media, like yeah. literally my gut reaction is like, don't do it. Me too. Literally anyone, like any young kid or someone that comes and wants to is like, I want to do this. Like, how yeah. do I do? I'm like, don't. Like, eh. Because the second I pull back that curtain, you will be like disgusted. Be, yeah, you'll hate it. Disgusted. Yeah. It's crazy. So let's talk about the other chemical, oxytocin. Okay. This is sometime refer- sometimes referred to as the cuddle hormone. Oh. Uh, wow wow. <laughs> because right. it's released when you are hugging, kissing, whatever. Yeah. Or when you are tweeting. Oh, okay. In 10 minutes on social media, 10 minutes. 10 minutes, which is, uh, that's probably a low amount of time. Oh, that is very low. Yeah. 10 minutes. 10 minutes. Oxytocin levels can rise as much as 13%. Okay. That hormone spike, to put it in relative terms, yeah, is equivalent to what some people experience on their wedding day. Oh my gosh. And all that goodwill that comes with oxytocin, the lowered stress levels, the feelings of love, trust, empathy, generosity, they are so attached to social media. That's gross. Discuss on your wedding day. So you're feeling, okay, yeah. So you're feeling that on your wedding day. You're feeling lower levels of stress, feelings of love, which makes sense. Yeah. Uh, trust, empathy. All those are great on your wedding day. Yep. You're thinking about your partner and those things. But you're also thinking that about Twitter. Yes. And Instagram. Here's the thing that makes me so upset is we are a society of instant gratification. A hundred percent. And so when we get these like hits of oxytocin, these hits of dopamine, we get these like really high levels. When you come off social media, what's left? You have to come back down. You got to come down. You literally have to fall back down. Yeah. And what is left? You and your thoughts, your emotions. And after you've you've had that 13% spike in hormones, and 13% is a lot. That's a lot. That is a lot. I mean, yeah, perspective on a wedding day. That is generally a big day for someone. Massive. Yeah. And like for you to be hitting that every single day, 
Multiple times yes. a day, I'm sure. And then all of a sudden you don't have it. Yeah. What is the brain doing? You've taught it to crave. It is craving that. Yes. Yeah. It's all at once. And as a result, social media users have shown to be more trusting than the average internet user. Typical yeah. Facebook user is 43% more likely than any other internet user to feel that most people can be trusted. Well, I could go off on that. Uh, yeah. I won't, but <laughs> let's just say... There's definitely some some trash on Facebook. So much trash. And a lot of things being believed that shouldn't be believed. Yes. Um. <laughs> Literally. Yeah. So let's talk about why we post, share, like, comment, how we have created this thing within society. I okay. know this is a lot. People are probably listening to this podcast like, wow. Yeah, it's a lot. It's it heavy, is a lot. And we are very passionate about it. And it sucks because this is our job. It is. Well, that's what's so hard. And it's hard. Like, thankfully, we're not creating trash content. Like, we're feeding people's brains with, like, not. useful information. Yeah, I try. But, yeah, right? But, like, <laughs> also at the end of the day, yeah, we still... We are a part T-Core, of the problem. Yeah, we are part of the problem. Yeah. And, like, we are still using the same strategies and techniques yep. to get people's attention. Yeah. We are, we are, at the end of the day, we are still feeding into and reliant on systems we're still giving the dopamine hit the yep. oxytocin still giving all these things and like yeah. trying to make our audience feel something yeah it's, it's crazy it's, it's it's an unfortunate thing and it's so it, yeah it's really hard to have that opinion on it because yeah i can't tell the amount of times where somebody asked me what you know what do you do or whatever or they yeah. know what i do and then they ask me like well yeah you don't post why don't you use instagram and i'm like because i hate it and they're like so Wait, draining but you you work on line i'm like yeah i know <laughs> i get that i'm online <laughs> all day long so why we post on social media i mean it's not news that we all talk about ourselves but yeah. humans devote 30 to 40 percent of all speech to talking about themselves online oh, wow. yeah that number jumps to 80 percent oh my gosh 80 percent i mean 80 percent it does make sense social media is yeah. all about you it's all about you uh, and people don't really love talking face to face anymore. They feel Absolutely like it's not. messy, emotionally involved. We don't have time to say what we're thinking. They feel like they have to read facial cues and body language. Yeah. But online, you have time to construct this perfect thing yeah. that's refined. <laughs> and it's what psychologists call self-preservation. Positioning yourself the way you want to be seen. That little sentence there is a huge thing huge everything on social media i mean just what we're talking about i hope you realize that but even down to like not i mean obviously the huge influencers the huge brands i'm sure people realize yeah there there's teams going into this they're doing mm-hmm. but down to like you know this guy or girl or whatever that you're kind of interested in you know you met her at college or whatever or him yeah. uh and you look at their social media everything on there even if it's not consciously like directly consciously is handpicked and it's curated it's curated yep like and again like maybe it's maybe they're not like wow this one's gonna get the most likes but no it's like well i look best in this one i'm gonna post that one yep you know i do it with my social media everyone does it i do it like literally and it's so challenging and this is what i hate about social media and we have had an in-depth conversation about this like josh and i not on camera well we're having one right now (laughs) we are yes (laughs) but i cannot stand and this is why i try to keep my instagram like i share how i'm feeling sometimes because i cannot stand the picture perfect life i hate it's stupid it's so stupid i hate when people message me about how great my life looks 
Yeah. That they think I'm living this fantastic, awesome, perfect life because I'm not. No You're not. Homie down the street's not. Literally no one is. No one is living a perfect life. So why are we painting these perfect pictures? Yeah. Because at the end of the day, you're only hurting yourself. Yeah. You're hurting yourself and every like everyone yeah you just, just no one wins at that point. no yeah we have become so emotionally disconnected yeah that it's insane it's crazy with self-preservation or self-presentation yes they kind of go hand in hand with one another well you got to present yourself to preserve yourself yes yeah um <laughs> very true yeah good job can i get that on a poster yes yeah. that felt really deep it was yeah <laughs> i didn't really intend it to be but you know but it was yeah The feeling we get from self-presentation is so strong that viewing your own Facebook profile has been shown to increase your self-esteem. Wow. So going and (laughs) looking at your own Facebook profile, we are so self-absorbed now. Yeah, we are. As a society, that sitting and looking at your own Facebook profile. Yourself, your curated self. Your curated self. Raises your self-esteem. Yep. I mean, my band has social media. Mm-hmm. And I occasionally get, I don't run it, but I occasionally get posted on there. And I've seen like the posts and I'm like, oh, cool. That's fun. Yeah. That's yeah. Me on stage. And like, I get a little hit of that. Yeah. Or even just like listening to our songs that we wrote. That yeah. That's like a little different because I, I do feel like, you know, we put a lot of work into it and like yeah. three years of work, but, but still like it's, it's, it's this thing that like, yeah, it doesn't really matter. <laughs> no. But it's raising my self-esteem. Yeah. Um, And like our, our, uh, our YouTube videos, same thing. Yep. This podcast, I've watched the, I watch every episode of this podcast. Yeah. And I'm like, usually I'm like, nice. We're we're funny. Yeah. (laughs) You know, (laughs) or whatever. Uh, Yeah. It's crazy. It's really wild. And what's really interesting, and this goes into the the marketing side of things and like why they use influencers. Right. Is because the most prominent way we tend to work on self-presentation is through things. Yep. Buying things, acquiring things, and those signify who we are as people. So yeah. if like Jimmy over here has the newest iPad, yep. what do you want? The you newest want iPad. The iPad yeah. Or if you have Mark Rober that has this really cool t-shirt, what do you want? You want that. You want the you cool want that t-shirt. Fat Gus t-shirt. Yeah. I got <laughs> the got Fat that. Gus t-shirt. Well, okay. I was just, we inadvertently just, I fell victim to this. We were talking about, I bought an electric bike. Yeah. Casey Neistat, an influencer, they gave him an electric bike for him to ride around and do a video on. He posted about it. He posted about it. I'm like, ah, oh, that's a cool bike. Yeah, I should get one of those. And then I bought it. Now it was it's a good bike, so I'm not mad about it. But sure. But that's exactly that. Is they marketed it and like yep. put it into a box of like these kind of people. Well, they knew who they were looking for. They knew who they're looking for. They, they knew they the know, audience. They know their audience, and I happened to fall into that audience. <laughs> And they got me. Yeah. Because I bought a bike. That's me with fitness. 100%. Like literally I see someone wearing something or a workout set or I see them using this new equipment and I'm like, I want that. Yep. I want those results. I want to look like them. I want to be them. Yeah. And like it's it's like, holy crap, you don't realize it until you literally are like, oh, you're like, oh man, I've been put into a... I am seeing the I'm, ways now. I'm a data point. I literally, literally, yeah. we are all data points. Well, and that's that's the thing too. Because so in addition to working at T-Core for five years, I also worked at a clothing company. Mm-hmm. And that change of with, with social media and everything, it's so much more than just marketing a product. 
you have so to much more. you are marketing a lifestyle yes not just the product you market a lifestyle that the product fits into yeah and this company was like sports mostly golf clothes and whatever like kind of like dude sure. apparel um but that was it like all of our photo shoots you know I, I did the photo and video forum all of the photo shoots were like at a golf course golfing or football field football we did stuff that we you know we went to the u and shot at their football stadium yeah um, or like, you know, at the beach by the, or by the pool or You're whatever. You're selling a lifestyle. Anything a marketer is doing, yep. they are selling you a lifestyle. They are selling you a lifestyle and then that is getting targeted to you on yep. social media. It is crazy. It is this crazy. is only the tip of the iceberg. Next week, we are diving into the mental health side of things and yeah. how it affects you as a human looking at social media. Yeah. We got to we got to cut it off here cuz we get, we're getting passionate about this and it could go on We need way to go too cool long. off, set our privacy settings on our stuff. Yeah, I got to go, <laughs> you know, update throw my, my privacy throw settings. Throw my phone into the water. Um Go throw it in a pond. But uh yeah, we will we will return for a part 2 next week to talk about mental health, which is is the that's the, you know, when you're talking about like Mm. cocaine obviously there's like physical things yep but mental health is the real thing it is the real deal that's the thing that's that's really getting hurt here Mm -hmm. um but yes we will talk about that next week we'll see you next week when we're talking about all that if you like the podcast oh yeah make make sure to drop make sure to drop a rating and i review. feel so bad saying this at the end of this i podcast. feel like a I feel, piece of garbage i feel so crappy right now all of this i i i feel just the worst but being like hey give us a like rating, us a review. Rate. feed our egos tell the algorithm that you like our stuff i need that oxytocin hit literally the dopamine uh, i feel so crappy even like saying like, you know what don't even give us a rating review just this week don't yeah don't even do it unless you want to share with your friends about how social media is affecting them because i think this is a really important message i more than anything if yeah. you're don't even leave a like a rating review yeah. i would prefer you shared this podcast I would, yeah i would love if this just this information gets shared it needs to get shared around the world and yeah. that way people are aware of what they're feeding themselves of what's going on like literally you can save a friend's life by sharing this podcast honestly yeah i don't think it's like that's the thing like obviously like i said i hate social media i don't use it for myself personally but like i don't think you have to go that crazy with it no. i'm, I'm kind of nuts but like you can still use it i think you just got to be aware that moderation. this is going on everything in moderation everything in moderation and just yeah just having the awareness that this is happening mm-hmm. you know it's happening you can see it happening yep. then decide if you're okay with it or not yep um that's all you need and i all think you need. sharing this podcast with people will help them have that mindset yeah so Hopefully. more than anything please share this with your don't friends. even leave a rating and review don't you don't need to just share this with your friends more than anything yeah. and allow them to understand what social media is doing to yeah. them in their mental space and then tune in next week for part two dramatic conclusion, conclusion. Yeah. it's a bachelor over here yeah. <laughs> tune in next week to We're see what happens dopamine and oxytocin dopamine and oxytocin <laughs> the effect on the mind all right, guys. Have a good week. Protect your headspace yeah. and maybe make... log off Instagram once in a while. Yeah, take know. a take a social media detox. Yeah, you need it. That could be good. Yeah, yeah. All right, All bye right. guys. Bye.
Are you ready? Amazon Warehouse Hiring Day is coming on October 26th. Amazon will host live hiring events in your city to showcase all the reasons why this Amazon Warehouse is the place to work. Things like competitive pay, great benefits, and so much more. Drop in for some swag, bring a friend, and you could even walk away with a job. To find an Amazon Warehouse Hiring Day event close to you, visit Amazon.com slash hiring day. That's Amazon.com slash hiring day. Amazon is an equal opportunity employer. Are you ready? Amazon Warehouse Hiring Day is coming on October 26th. Amazon will host live hiring events in your city to showcase all the reasons why this Amazon Warehouse is the place to work. Things like competitive pay, great benefits, and so much more. Drop in for some swag, bring a friend, and you could even walk away with a job. To find an Amazon Warehouse Hiring Day event close to you, visit Amazon.com slash hiring day. That's Amazon.com slash hiring day. Amazon is an equal opportunity employer.